All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Shook. I'm Sarah Shook. And we're going to hop in today. I kind of want to get into a topic uh, that has been, you know, a, a pretty thick topic for me in my life. And, and I've had to do a lot of learning and growth with it. Um, and it's about expanding my life into um, more of what I want it to be. Uh, so I have a question for you to get this started, to kick it off. How much do you hate your life? Is it enough to want to change it? And I don't mean like, oh, I hate my life. I want to end it. It's more like, are you always wishing you had more? Are you always wishing you had something different or a different career or job or you could create something different a different home or more money or whatever it may be it could just be one area of of your life that you hate that you want to be different and it's not necessarily like oh I just freaking hate this it's like we'll get into it but I'm just gonna ask this question and dig deep and ask yourself how much do you hate your life and is it enough to change it yet because your soul picks a destiny a mission to learn and to teach when you come here we have we have a purpose that we need to learn that we have to grow into and when we're on that purpose path then we teach that to others we teach them how to step into their purpose path that's why you're here I'm sorry if I'm a little nasally. I'm getting over a cold, but we're going to proceed. So you have a team of beings, of guides that are with you. And you chose them to be with you during this lifetime to help keep you on track with your purpose. Uh, they, They work with the universe to constantly nudge you onto your path. But you have the ultimate power here. You get to accept or neglect those nudges that they're giving you. So I'm going to ask again, how much do you hate your life? How much are you making yourself the victim? How much are you complaining, sharing your sob stories, gossiping about other people, judging being the martyr, talking about how rough you got it, but saying that's just the way it is. Oh, I only got five hours of sleep. Like you're, it's some competition with everybody else. Saying how difficult life is or how sick you are or busy or tired or other people are preventing you from doing things. How broke you are. It's like you almost, we almost brag about how difficult things are. How much are you doing that? How much do you do these things? How much do you hate and complain and victimize and martyr your life? Because all of that, any of that, all that it is, is the neglect of the nudges from the universe and your guides to step more into your power and on your purpose path. So, How much do you want more for your life? 
And I guess that's what I'm asking in the question of how much do you hate your life? Do you hate it enough to want to change it? Do you hate it enough to realize I'm not in my purpose? I'm living in fear or I'm playing it small or whatever it may be. How much do you hate your body, your gray hair, your weight gain? Because all of that is just your body holding all of this neglect for you. It's saying, okay, you don't want to step into your path? Well, we'll try and protect you from, you know, the fear that you're operating from. The illness, the physical aspects you don't like, it's just your body actually loving and supporting you because you refuse to love and support yourself or your power or to just love yourself. When you begin to realize that your body reflects your temperament, our bodies reflect our temperament, our hate for our life and who we believe we are, we begin to realize just how powerful we are to create even that. We create these illnesses in our bodies by believing bullshit that our mom told us growing up or our coach. Stuff that's not true unless we make it true. And then we create a belief about our self-worth because our father worked all the time and we associated that with the fact that, oh, he, he, he must not care about me because he's never around. He's always working. He thinks his job is more important. So we create these beliefs for ourselves because it's a survival mode. Instead of realizing the, the oneness and the higher power that's actually at play. You know, and we hold on to these things. Oh, my dad didn't care about me. Or my mom told me I need to be this way. And if I don't be this way, then my mom won't love me. And then we get things like Hashimoto's or neurological issues or fatigue or Crohn's disease and so on and so forth. And they suddenly come out of nowhere. But it's not out of nowhere. We create this stuff through our own hate for our life and ourselves. And that hate is developed over time through false beliefs that we took on, that we agreed to hold on to. You see, beliefs are illusory things. They're only true, they're only real if we make them real. So do you hate your life enough to keep complaining about it, to not do anything about it? To keep being scared of taking the plunge into your power? Or does the universe need to make it even worse for you in order to move you into something better? We can avoid our path our whole lives if we want to. And that avoidance will ultimately probably make us sick and kill us. And then we'll come back again in the next lifetime and have to do it all over again. And we'll attempt all over again to get onto our path and learn the thing that we're needing to learn. So wouldn't you rather get it this go around and be an absolute fucking baller and badass? Or do you want to play it safe? And let me, I just want to define that phrase of, playing it safe 
for you because it's playing. It's safe. It actually means you're just pretending that something is safe for you. You're just playing. It's not real. So it's not real safety. You're playing a game with yourself. It's not real. That safety is only seemingly real because you're choosing to make it real. You're choosing to give your power to this illusion of safety. It's just like I said about beliefs. It's an illusory thing. It's not real unless you make it real. This version of safety that you've created and accepted for yourself is just an illusion meaning it's not really you. It's not who you are. It's not reality. It's just an excuse for you to not be you. It's just an excuse for you to not be you and not step on to your path. And how do you know what your path is? What do you desire for your life? And what's making you excited in the moment? That's your path. What could you do for hours and hours and wake up the next day and do it for hours and hours and hours again and be excited to do that over and over again? Follow that. That's the path. What lights you up? That's your purpose. You know the cliche saying, follow your dreams. Well, what else do you follow? Let's break that phrase down. What does the word follow mean? You follow a path. Your dreams are the path. They're your purpose. And some dreams only last for a year or a month. And then other dreams come in and you pursue those. Or other ideas come in and you follow those. And you follow that. And the path is always leading in different directions. But you're following you so you know it's the right path. When you're on a path or trail or a hike, you're not going to see the same five trees over and over again and be like, yeah, I'm in the right place because I'm seeing the same things over and over again. No, that means you're doing the same things over and over again that aren't getting you any further. That means... You're lost and you're running in circles. So if you're on the right path, you're going to see all sorts of different terrain. There's going to be uphills and downhills. It's going to change. The path may even veer into a windy direction at times. You may be in shade. You may be in sunlight. There may be mountains. There may be rivers. There may be fields with wildflowers in it. And just like the terrain of a path or a hike changes, so do your dreams sometimes. Because... You're refining. You're becoming closer to you and who you are. When you allow yourself to dream, you go deeper and deeper into that dream. It morphs and reveals more and more of itself to you. So follow those dreams and let them take you deeper onto your path. The more you discover you, the more you help you, the more you help you 
dive into the depths of your soul and who you are, the more you help someone else discover who they are. So then you're learning the lesson that you came here to be, which is to be in your power and to honor yourself. And now you're teaching it to someone. Your journey assists other people's journeys. Your life helps create other people's lives. Because what if being in your fullest requires you to team up with other people so that you can achieve your fullest and and go further on your path? You have to team up with other people so that energy is going to require them to be at their fullest so you can come together and team up to take it to the next level. So you can take it there for other people as well. So if you're not at your fullest, maybe other people can't be at their fullest either because they need to team up with you. So you got to take it to the next level. you got to be at your fullest so you can help other people rise into it too. Otherwise, they may be sitting there waiting for you and they're like, why am I stuck all of a sudden? Energy affects energy. Just like how when you're around someone who is always complaining. You know, I used to work in the restaurant industry and people love to just complain. Oh, it's slow. Oh, it's too busy. Oh, the manager said this. Oh, you know, these people said this. And like, we're always complaining to each other all the time. It's, it's it like, and once one person does it, then the other person does it, you know? And that energy affects each other. We often are tempted to get dragged into that complaining energy too. But if someone's coming in, complimenting you and saying all these wonderful things that's that's infectious too and you want to give that back to other people and the universe is just going to give us more of the things that we focus on that we either complain about or compliment so you can complain about your life or your job or your relationship or your family or your body or your lack of money or whatever all you want But all you're actually doing is telling the universe you don't want to take care of yourself. Even the word complain has the word plain in it. It says I'd rather be flat and plain and just do the same things over and over again. The word itself even sounds like a complaint. I'm complaining. I don't want to. I'm sick on this. I'm complaining. It's like, it's like a stubborn child who doesn't want to brush their teeth. I don't want to. I hate this. I'm sick of this. I'm tired. I don't want to take care of myself. And the act of brushing your teeth is an act of caring for and loving yourself. Well, so is stepping into your power. So is stepping into your desires. So is stepping onto your purpose. It's an act of caring for yourself. It's an act of taking care of your health. You're intending it. You're choosing it. Just like brushing your teeth. You're doing it on purpose. Because you want to take care of yourself and be healthy. You could choose not to take care of yourself. You could choose not to brush your teeth. And then you'll have a lot of problems and cavities. Or you might have to get your teeth pulled or whatever. And... You know, just like that, you can choose not to take care of your purpose or your desires and ignore them and say, I don't feel like it. I'm too scared. And then you can cause a lot of problems in your life too with that. 
Following your desire, your dreams, your intuition is an act of taking care of yourself. Is an act of taking care of your health. I mean, think about it. How much stress is caused for people because they're working a job they hate or a job they tolerate. It's just fine, but they're not really passionate about it. It just pays the bills, but it's not who they are. So they dread going and get stressed out and then come home and take it out, you know, take out their stress or frustration um, of neglecting themselves and taking care of their dreams and their desires. And, and, they, and they put it on other people. They lash out on their family members or they drink it away or eat shitty food or complain or make excuses or binge watch TV instead. It's just neglect. And then their body gets fatigued from the stress, from the neglect. And they get insomnia or, you know, which becomes a physical excuse. Oh, I'm, I'm too fatigued. I haven't been sleeping, so I can't do this. I can't take care of myself. It's an excuse. It's your subconscious creating an excuse, a further excuse for you to ignore and neglect yourself and your path. And then, you know, we complain about it. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I'm, I'm sick of this. And truly, we're, we're doing some wordplay today. You are sick of all of this. Your sickness is of all of this. You are sick of, it's, it's, you are of the sickness of avoiding yourself. You're sick with this avoidance. You see, we create these things even though we don't realize it. It's all a manifestation of our beingness, of our own mind, our own subconscious, of our avoidance, of our action that we need to take. So what will you choose? What will you chase? You or your avoidance? Will you choose to do things on purpose in your life? And that phrase, on purpose, has a double meaning. Meaning, will you choose to deliberately do something to benefit you? It's a conscious choice, a conscious decision. I'm consciously choosing to do this. It's on purpose. It's in my power and I'm choosing it from a fully conscious and aware place to better my life, to be more fully me. I'm doing this on purpose. And then the on purpose meaning I am doing this because it is on my purpose. It's my purpose. It's part of my purpose path. I'm on my purpose by choosing this. It's me. It's who I am. And I'm doing this because it's on my purpose. So will you choose to take care of yourself on purpose because your purpose is you it's who you are your purpose is to take care of yourself and your path so are you going to take care of it and prune it and water it and give it sunlight and space and room to grow and bloom 
Or are you going to neglect it and let it get sick and die? Your purpose, your life requires responsibility, not risk, responsibility. Risk is responsibility. We think risk is such a dooming word. You know, it's associated with and implies potential difficulty or fear. It's like kind of doom and gloom. Oh, gosh, you're taking such a risk. Oh, you can't risk all of that. No, I'm not. I'm not taking a risk. I'm taking care of myself. Risk is you taking care of yourself. It's you following what feels right to you. And I don't mean like, oh, I took this risk and gambled. I mean, sure, if your intuition is telling you to, you know, put a hundred down on number five at the racetrack, go for it. (laughs) But if it doesn't work out the way you want, then know that that's part of your path, that you're learning something. So the risk is actually always usually implied with I'm betting on myself. I'm stepping more onto my purpose path in a world that has conditioned me not to be on my purpose and to follow the programs and the systems of this world instead. There's only one, maybe two ways to do things and have a life in this world. That's not why we were created. We were created to be a simulation? No. We were created to be on our path. God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call it, took a risk and took care of itself by creating us. So as we enter into a new time, a new space, a new day for ourselves, how are you taking care of yourself and your purpose? Are you even listening to it? Or have you shoved it under layers of societal fluff and illusion that you have to be a certain way? And I go back to my first question. How much do you hate your life? How much do you wish it was different? Is it enough to realize you're just neglecting it? You're just neglecting yourself. Because that's what it ultimately means. You want to have more? You want to have more energy? Better sleep? You want your autoimmune disease to go away? You want to have better relationships, a better career, more money? Start by honoring yourself. By listening to your desires. By letting yourself imagine and then reminding yourself That this exciting imagination is who you are and you need to follow it because your life depends on it. It's your responsibility. And if you're taking that responsibility for yourself and you're honoring your path, do you not think that the universe and your guides aren't going to honor their path because their path is just to support us and bring us what we need when we're on our path to keep supporting our path. 
So if we're on our path, we got to trust and know that we're going to be supported on it. Then we're not going to fall flat on our face. We're going to be supported. Everything we need is going to show up when we give ourselves what we need. And what we need is ourselves, is our path, is our deepest and truest desires. That's how we honor ourselves. That's how we listen to ourselves. That's how we take care of ourselves. That's how we take responsibility for ourselves. It's how you take care of yourself and your health. It's the healthy thing to do. Doctor's orders. So do you hate your life enough to begin to love it and take care of it? Do you hate the state of it enough to want to shift it? To begin to love and accept everything you've been avoiding Or will you keep playing around and just play it safe? Will you keep pretending that everything's okay? That you don't need to do this? No, no, I just need to keep doing what I've always been doing. What society told me to do. And keep pretending. Keep playing. It's your choice. And it's your health. It's ultimately your responsibility. So what are you going to choose? Do you want to hate your life? Or do you want to love it? Do you want to kind of like it? Or do you want to feel excited about it? It's up to you. Take the risk. Take the responsibility. Take care of yourself and your path. It's why you're here.